Oi! Welcome to Pip and Joel's Call It In The Ring. My right, name's just... Pip. My name's Pip now. Your oh, name's I... Joel. I, it's still Joel. Why is it it's still Joel? It's still Joel. It's always why, been Joel. My name's why, Pip now. Why can't I change my name too? I, 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 Joel's, Joel's a good British name. In what world is that a good British name? I don't know. All the, all the, all the other boys had the sledgehammers, because uh, everyone knows little, little Butch is a sledgehammer. But me, I brought I, my, me sledgehammers on a job site, so I brought, I brought me chisel. Okay, that's enough of this dumb bit. Anyway, Butch is a stupid name. Butch is an interesting name. No, it's not. It's very. <laughs> it is like the least interesting wrestling name you can think of. It's Butch. very it's interesting. Like, yeah. It is it's the most like... interesting name. Let's 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 talk about how interesting the name Butch is. It's a very interesting name, Tim. It's supposed to be uh, garnering interest. Does it? What? Like, <laughs> not Butch. at all. I feel like there's been 800 wrestlers named Butch. No. I mean, there's Bushwhacker Butch. Mm, okay. There's uh, Hacksaw Bush Reed. There's the Butcher. There's the Butcher. Not not to be, uh, you know, conflated with Butch. It's different Butch. Okay. Do you have the hat? No, I don't have a flat cap because only assholes own flat caps. Like And newsboys. Newsies. <laughs> there, aren't, there aren't newsies anymore. You don't know that. Like, that's I the only people... read all about it. The Sunday only people, Butch. oh my God, the only people who, he looked like a little boy. I'll tell you that much. Next to Seamus, he looked like a newsie. Like... That's true. And that's the thing. So, so when Pete Dunne, when he debuted in the UK, like he was, he was thicker. Yeah. Yeah. He was, used to be a thick boy. Now he's like very sinewy. He leaned <laughs> out. He leaned out. And good for him. He looks yeah, yeah, great. Totally. He's in excellent shape, but you're right. Him next to Seamus, who's like a freak of nature, and Ridge Holland, who is a also freak of nature. Ridge Holland's thighs are as thick as his entire body. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, he looks like a little boy. He yeah, looks like the did. younger brother and, who like tagged along. Like, he's like a 30 year old man with a beard. <laughs> like, Oi, can I come along with you both tonight to the show? My name's Butch. We'll call I'm him Butch. <laughs> People have a good laugh about it. I don't know why we're still doing this. There, there are British British watchers who were just like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all, this is reparations for, for the, what you did to the world, to my people, the, the, the Acadian other shitty colonizers. <laughs> right. All right. We're here. It's Tim and Joel calling the ring. We're probably going to riff on Butch for the next hour. So be prepared oh, yeah. for that. In the meantime, you can toss a thumbs up on this video because that'll get us to talk more about butch uh what about butch versus hook sorry we'll, we'll get to that uh you can leave a comment here uh, on fightful overbooked and that gets us a little bit closer to uh, hitting that that sweet spot that gets more people watching us and seeing us here and subscribe to the channel because guess what when you subscribe more people get to see us and when more people get to see us more people get to say what the hell were they thinking when they gave them a show that's a good cue but if you want to support us, you can also give us a super chat. That's that little dollar sign on the chat box here on youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Or you can donate a Humper Chat. If you go to HumperChats.com, I'll get your, uh, your your question at least sent to us and support. When you send us those little financial donations, uh, those support Fightful directly. We are completely self-funded. It helps us in ways that you will never imagine or never understand. Or maybe you do understand it because you're also grinding and you're also hustling and good on you. And if you got a full-time job, well, good on you too. Tim, you got a full-time job. How you doing? 
I'm tired. So tired. I'm surrounded by uh, black boxes, like big black boxes full of musical equipment because I'm being evicted by a cult. From that's accurate. That's accurate. Not, he, not, not even kidding. exaggeration. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been evicted by, by a cult. Uh, uh, if WWE had the capability to tell long-term stories, we could we could play this out for a full year. Big WrestleMania match. Big WrestleMania match in it. Pete Dunne, big old snitch. There's a federal case open on Tony D'Angelo. He's in witness hmm. protection. Renamed to Butch, moving to SmackDown. Safer there. But... But they're not going to tell that story. They're not going to. They're cowards. <laughs> they'll just call him Tony D when they bring him up to SmackDown. And then they'll look at each other and be like, do I know you from somewhere? And Tony D will be like, hey, forget about it. And then that'll hey. basically be the interaction. You know he's coming up as the Fonz. Like, that's who his hey. gimmick's going to be when they when it gets mutated through the filter of Vince McMahon directly. He goes from Tony D'Angelo, an already insanely stupid gimmick, but that is over, into the Fonz. <laughs> Hey, I'm wrestling or, or over Tony here. from Who's the Boss, which is a much less interesting character in a wrestling context. Okay, so so yeah, he knew, Tony D knew to have that funeral for Pete Dunn because he knew that Pete Dunn was coming up and he was going to be Butch. Yeah, that was NXT. You month that was like months ago before their their <laughs> the cage fight and all that stuff. Um, so so very quickly because we'll we'll talk about SmackDown and all that stuff. Uh, best wishes to Scott Hall. We uh, we found out this morning that uh, Scott, according to Wade Keller, is uh, is currently in uh, what's the word? Is it intensive care? Is in the ICU. Uh, he had hip surgery. Surgery apparently blew uh, through a clot, and uh, he suffered three heart attacks, which is insane to think about. So uh, he's resting there in the ICU. We hope that he gets better. Um, God, I mean, what can you say? Scott Hall's had a legendary career. Hopefully, this is not the end, and he kicks out real quick. Yeah, I just watched that now. whole NWO segment for uh, So Bad Is Good. Oh, that's Wolfpack. right. By the way, if you go uh, Finger Poke of Doom, that drops this week on So Bad It's Good. We're going to talk about that, myself and Josh Robinson. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about SmackDown. Unfortunately, SmackDown was like stuck with this shit from Butch, but also in the same match, Big E got himself injured as well not got himself he was no. injured <laughs> he got dropped on his damn head got dropped on his head and it sucks uh yeah so man this is disappointing in like so many ways just because well, biggie and like shouldn't have even been in this crappy situation and here we are so for all intents and purposes it was going to be at wrestlemania new day all three versus rich holland sheamus and butch clearly yeah 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 and, and you know what? As a match, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that would have been awesome. a really fun six-man yeah. tag. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, during the tag match, uh, in a spot down on the floor, Ridge Holland was going for an over-the-head belly-to-belly suplex and uh, I guess didn't get all the leverage, That's whatever a, it was. It's a matter. tough throw for a man that size when you're a man that size. Like, Yeah, two big men trying to do that throw. And it's tough. Uh, and so anyway, uh, Big E would land on his on his head and neck. Uh, they stretched him out. He is thankfully more okay than we thought. It is a broken neck, but it turns out that he will not need surgery, which is wonderful news. A lot of rehab, a lot of just hard work, and that's what Big E's all about. And hopefully we'll see him back uh, sooner rather than later. Surgery would have put him out for, for a year easily. Yeah, I guess it must have just like accordioned him, you know, that type of injury so that it doesn't move anything out of place at least. 
yeah and i'm warning you now if you're in the chat and you're talking shit about ridge holland stop don't do it this is not the place we're not here to put blame on anybody for wrestling it's dangerous uh, it's dangerous crap people get hurt dangerous. this is my people like i don't you know I, that's why i don't like wwe pretending it isn't dangerous like that drives me nuts when they they just like try to treat it like it's not this is a yeah. risk and you should have plans for it at all times so in the meantime i mean they brought back king woods on a live event last night uh and they I, i'm guessing they're just going to do king woods and kofi versus if it were up to me you just do sheamus and butch and then have ridge holland at ringside it's not listen you don't want to take away ridge's spot just because of what no happened. it wouldn't be a punishment it's just you got to choose two of them now and you just chose to focus a new guy so you have to throw the new guy into the mix i feel or or you put Ridge and Butch in the match and it becomes yeah. a pre-show match and Sheamus is at ringside and he's just there to support and get involved where he can. Uh, Which is such a shame given like Sheamus had like some of the best matches during the no fans period. Like it feels like such a kick to the crotch to not be on this mania, but yeah, I, it, it hasn't I, I been a great year. For no, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll talk about SmackDown. Uh, we, we basically just did that first match uh, and it, it, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. It was a bit of a cluster muck of a SmackDown. Yeah, it was all over the place. There was some, I don't know, some of the chaos was like enjoyable. Like I, I liked how weird it was. Like Lesnar comes out and just chases Paul Heyman. And then they're like, Lesnar's gone. Roman's not here. Thanks for buying a ticket. <laughs> like, that's what and that it, felt like. It's like I, I, yeah, and I love Brock just coming out. He's pissed as he should so be. So mad. Chucks away and a silly cowboy hat after he gets them to do the close up on his cut eye where he forgets how cameras and lights work. Like... <laughs> And he throws the title belt at the announce desk, and Pat McAfee's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> he really, uh, he got into character. He Daniel Day Lewis that. By the way, you know what you do instead of the six man? Now that you can't do a six man, don't do a tag match. You throw Ricochet in the mix, and there's your ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. It's those five. So six, hell, Ricochet with Ricochet New Day versus. But, but I mean, it, it gets that's, weird. But yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> we probably can't. We probably can't do that because then it's. Yeah. You started the mimosas early, boy. I wish. <laughs> those are the <laughs> those are the best times. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so so Brock Lesnar then chases Paul out and then pounces a bunch of people on the outside, which was fun. It was just a fun little segment. Yeah, but for those who were the there security. to see Roman Reigns, well, they use real security for that. Oh. One of well, them. That's a bunch of good sports, I guess. Then it's nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, either way, it was just uh, it was a good way to open the show, and then it kind of all went downhill from there because the Butch thing happened, and then unfortunately, Big E his uh, his his injury happened, and then we came back from the break, and we oh, there was a whole bunch of breaks in the middle. The Sammy, by the way, okay, okay, let's just yeah, they had to right stretch now. that out for this, obvious reasons. Yeah, can we just talk about how the Sammy Zayn? Johnny Knoxville build has been the best built storyline going into WrestleMania so far. Yeah, I mean it's they're doing tons on the show and like so much social media stuff. Like it, it's it's good. The phone harassment bit is nice. I like that they put it on the main show as one should when you're doing the social media garbage. Like you know, it's there. You see it. You find out what happened. It's funny. But my, my favorite thing is feeling absolutely horrible for the writer's assistant who has to field those text messages and calls. And probably has to see a whole lot of unfortunate yeah, they yeah. photos. I would just delete sent. any with images, like auto-delete images. Anything that says attachment, I would just be like, oh, no. Yeah, nope, 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 right to the bin. 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, listen, for anyone who who thinks that this is Sammy doing it, great, do it. Please, nice. please believe in wrestling in every way, shape, and form. I just love the the idea of some person who's paid a menial amount of money being tasked with like going through all these weird text messages from fans. That's my favorite thing in the world. Like that's the thing. During the show, Michael Cole was like, "Oh, our social media team has just notified us that it's actually up to eleven thousand texts." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, thank you for breaking the fourth wall there. <laughs> you just told me that they're monitoring Sammy's phone. Like, okay. Well, of course they are. He got to monitor Sammy's phone. You don't know what kind of conspiracy work he's getting into. And that's, that's the thing. I don't know. Safe. Maybe he'll, he can recover next week. He'll just come out and be like, they're, look, they're even tracking how many text messages I'm getting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so we go from the good builds from Sammy Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, which, by the way, I mean, I don't know what to expect from the match. I'm sure yeah, Knoxville that's will be hard, thrown around. I have no idea. That could be very fun or really awful. So, I mean, I expect Johnny Knoxville to win, and it'll be a fun little story that they tell. But the build has been just silly, stupid fun. It's been entertaining, which honestly, yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. But then we. Yeah, have I just. With... I also. I had high hopes for the Rumble spot, and it was not that interesting to me. So I was like, I don't know. I think there was more to that than, than what happened. <laughs> I think something else was going down at the time. Um, so we go from the high the high highs of the Brock stuff and the Sammy stuff, and then we go to Ronda Rousey. Oh, Charlotte! Hooray! I am one month away from my biggest match of my career. You're speaking way too loud into the mic for, for you. Oh, to, yeah. Sorry. Let me that. turn this this way. Yeah, I, I am one month away from my main event at WrestleMania. Basically, it's just her. It's just saying, yeah, you know, uh, Mike Tyson was not a one trick pony because he won by punching people. I can take you out using it was just not a very good. It's not a good promo. Do you, do you remember Kurt Angle? <laughs> you remember Shout my training partner, Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle? <laughs> Wasn't good. No, uh, it was not. I cannot. I don't know about you. I cannot take three more weeks of Rousey in the ring talking, Charlotte coming down and interrupting her, and then them either brawling or not, or just saying something stupid they're just, relating to their gender or their successes. They're very obviously just trying to recapture like that one interesting scene in the build to that triple threat with the arrest because they go back to the parking lot. And it's like... Y'all, that happened, and, like, yeah, that one scene was good. If you think that, like, that match wasn't great, the build for that match wasn't great, Ronda Rousey, in my opinion, has never been good. Like, they, everyone just seems to think, like, that that moment was really important, but it was like, no, they just, they, they got some people to put on cop outfits, and it looked interesting for a hot minute, and then they put on a match with a bad finish. They're both not great with promos. No. <laughs> and to have to sit there and listen to them both try to promo on each other and then eventually, what, go to the back and do that weird parking lot brawl that wasn't a brawl, that was a finish. There was there, there was just no heat. There was nothing there. Yeah. Like He's like, I want you both to lose. Can that happen somehow? Like, <laughs> I mean, it could if you have like the end of night one is Becky Lynch coming in and doing a DQ thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. You know, she loses the Raw Women's Championship. She goes absolutely apeshit and decides, "Hey, I'm gonna break up this Ronda Rousey and Charlotte match." That's the only, the only thing that works. <laughs> and then, and then at WrestleMania Backlash, we do the triple threat from last, the the way back WrestleMania. <laughs> big, there we go. Big long term backlash. There you go. Somebody remember this March 13th, 
Tim and Joel decided to re- to book the triple threat for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, there's there's really nothing to this, but there no. was something to the amount of times they changed the women's match on SmackDown this week. Because originally, I don't know if you remember this. Last week they said it was going to be Sasha versus uh, Zelina Vega, or was it Carmella? Either way, yeah, I think they I thought they were going to do the the thing they do. It was supposed to be singles versus singles one week and then singles versus singles the next week. And then for some reason, they added Rhea Ripley and uh, and Liv Morgan Liv, to the yeah. tag title match at WrestleMania. So what do they do this week? They add Natalia and, Sasha, and, and Shayna Baszler. They put them together as a tag team and they face Sasha Banks and Naomi because someone in the back said to Vince, hey, if they're a tag team and they get the number one contendership, shouldn't we give them a tag match to prove that they can tag together? And Vince said, Oh, that's probably a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Anyway, so instead what we get is uh, is yeah, Natalia and Shayna versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. They win it in three minutes, Sasha Banks and Naomi, and I'm sure Natalia and Shayna Baszler are going to find their way into that match. No. They didn't <laughs> yes. even get an entrance this week. It's going to be a fatal four-way, or it's going to be Natty keeps finding different partners until she gets one and wins and then wins her way in. Yeah, maybe maybe that I think it's just going to be the triple threat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that they're going to add another one to this. I no, did I find out, you know how I've been missing the, the Toyota segments? Like, yes. the, yeah, it's because they keep airing them after entrances. So I'm skipping entrances, which means I'm also skipping the segment. That's what was happening. Have they all been Toyota ads transparently? Like, have they all explicitly yes. stated Toyota? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've skipped every single one until this one. So, so you saw this one, and this was the That's greatest, awesome. the greatest video, the greatest thing they've ever done. They said this is, I think they said this is the last one. Yeah, but what well, is the surfing do? one? It's the one you called. They did the surfing. But here's the best part: they didn't show Nakamura surfing. It was all Rick Boog surfing. It's <laughs> very funny. Thing. This, this might have been the thing. highlight of SmackDown for me. I loved it. I thought that was great. Oh my goodness. I was on the floor. I was like, are you shitting me? The one <laughs> thing that everyone was just like, let him surf, let him surf. They wouldn't even let him surf in the It's like promo. I've been I've been surfing for like 10 years. And then Boog's just like, he's like, You catch any good waves? Boog's like, Yeah, I got I I, I was able to. It's actually pretty easy. <laughs> and Lakamar is just like, I couldn't at all today. <laughs> So either either it's true and he had a real shit day on the waves and he was just like, don't show any of this. Or Toyota was like, oh shit, he's too good. We can't show him <laughs> on the boards. Or Nakamura like went out so far that like the camera people were like, I can't keep up. <laughs> he just did his own thing. <laughs> Which honestly, Very I wouldn't funny. blame him at that point. You had an all expenses paid. You got, you got the truck and you get to go surfing for a day and it's for your job. Man, good stuff. Man, surfing. So making good. his money. So we find out later on that it's going to be, it's not going to be new day versus the Usos at WrestleMania part 1 million. Yeah. I don't know if you want to give me a thumbs up to that because instead it's going to be the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura for the, here's the guys. thing. The build for this is already awful. It will continue to be awful. I like Rick Boogs. I like Shinsuke Nakamura. This is more interesting than the new day versus the Usos. So I don't That's care. Like, How did you feel about Jimmy bashing a guitar over rick boogs's head and it's a it's a solid body jackson guitar this shit hurts i love it that it's a solid body that's awesome like it's an actual electric guitar it's not that jeff jarrett crap <laughs> maybe it was a 3d printed body and we'll never know i loved it i thought that was great just keep doing oh you know God. it was nice it was novel liked that 
Well, Boog's winning a match in three minutes to get a tag title match. Mania is quite telling. They had to Sorry. get there quick, man. <laughs> We're three weeks away. You got three weeks. You can still tell a story in two of those weeks, but whatever. Let's just move forward. Ricochet, Sami Zayn have a really good Intercontinental Championship match, which is as expected because it's Ricochet, it's Sami Zayn. Yeah, even though Ricochet's gear looks awful. But let's bad get aesthetic, to the real... that man. He's bad at he's bad at look. I That's feel. fair. Let's get to the real story here. It's Austin Theory and Pat McAfee going at it. I guess Pat McAfee had a dentist appointment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he had to leave. He had to leave work leave early. Work early. <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys get out of work early when you're at your jobs and you're sitting in your desk and you're like, oh, I'm so bored. Instead of, of just being like, hey, I got to go. How many of you guys assault your coworkers or bosses to get out of work early? You guys do that? The surefire way. To get fired, maybe. I don't surefire know. Fire firing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Is this how you get Vince McMahon's involvement in the match because he beat up Austin Theory instead of doing his job, quote unquote? Yeah, I, I'm nervous as to what because you know they you then hear Michael Cole repeat a million billion times. I'm not sure what this means for his employment here as a commentator. And I was like, ah crap. Is he tired of the gig? Because that's also a possibility. Like he doesn't need this. <laughs> so, like, could he just be doing like, okay, we're gonna do this mania match and then I'm out, I'm gonna do other stuff? Because that's a possibility, yeah. which is disappointing because he's like the most capable commentator or uh, yeah, color commentator that they've had on there in quite some time. So and it's weird if you make it a you have to defeat Austin Theory to keep your job, then you can't beat Pat. Pat's like the best part of SmackDown. And yeah. Austin Theory, on the other hand, is like on the rise and him losing the match would not really do much for him either, especially if they're going to do. That fatal five way it's WrestleMania backlash for the WWE championship, and he's in it along with Cody Rhodes and the rest of them. Stop it. <laughs> They're in Jacksonville on Monday. It's, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so everyone's all excited again. <laughs> everyone's so excited for the Cody Rhodes. Are you excited for Cody? I don't care. Whatever. If he shows up, he shows up. I'm curious what awful gimmick. He's probably just gonna come out looking like Homelander again. The problem is, if you bring Cody into WWE, he doesn't have like a a special entrance point. No, like, there's no there's Dynamite... no callbacks you can use. Like all well, like of his on... gimmicks were terrible. Well, like on Dynamite, he could come up through the center stage, right? And it was oh. it was fine. But like on Raw and SmackDown, the stage is on the floor. So what's he gonna? Is he come come from the ceiling? He's gonna come and just. I don't know. He could just rip off Moxley's thing and come from who knows where. I mean, it's always the same place. Don't give me that. Who knows where? (laughs) It's the top right corner. Just get it right. (laughs) Either way, I just don't know. I don't know. We'll find out on Monday if it really matters or not. Chat, what do you think? Is Cody showing up on uh, on Monday? Well, let me me know. It's Jacksonville, Tim. They're going to do a whole spot in front of Daly's place and everything. No. Back to Sami Zayn and Ricochet. They have a good match. Ricochet wins. Retains his championship. Fine. This is a good way to get Sami Zayn finally out of that yes. Intercontinental Championship conversation. And that's fine by me. Otherwise, it's a very good match. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go back and it's the Charlotte and Ronda fighting on the parking lot because that's what they do. Ow, the plywood. Yeah, okay. They're on top of the car. Charlotte changed. Noteworthy. She's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a fighter later. So this is my fighting suit. <laughs> She, Even she though she has very, ring gear, like very nice pleather fighting suit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what struck me as odd. It's like, okay, 
I'll let you pass as, as like you don't want to fight in that. That looked like a whole business to fight in. Fine. You have ring gear. Go change into ring gear. Then then jumper. But no. Yeah, but you're in the parking lot. You're not gonna jump someone in your ring gear in the parking lot. Or your pleather suit, your pleather fighting suit. She certainly wasn't gonna wear that dress that she was wearing. Like that thing would not have been conducive to television. Just saying, Thunder Rosa came out with a chair and a skirt. Much more believable. She did. And <laughs> I don't know about that either. I mean, it's believable. You know, I believe that if you're in a hurry, you ain't gonna change out of your skirt. I mean, I believe that everyone here should donate a super chat so that they can get in on the fun. But uh, that's just me. Again, it's subjective. It's wrestling. Uh, and then people, people at home were watching are just like, you know what else is subjective? Closing this window and never talking to you assholes again. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I do the same thing. You know what? It, we'll get it. We'll get a butch hat. That's what we'll do. I'm not. You buy me a flat cap. I'll wear it. But I ain't buying a flat cap. Where can cap. you get one in this city? Sporting life stores. Sporting. No, I was stores? thinking like like one of those like awful like Hot Topic. <laughs> might no, have one. they wouldn't have newsies. No, they about. yeah they would. Anything to be cringe, like the you know anything lame. I swear to God, they have it. If Spencer still existed, they'd have one. Maybe Walmart. No, maybe. Walmart's the one place where I think you can definitely get it because those are the there's a bunch of there's a bunch of hipster place. shops on Queen here that have like. Yeah, I, maybe like oh, where, where guys pretend to be. Like, yeah, yeah. Black market has them. Yeah, it'll if smell you're in like Toronto, mold, but you can find it. Yeah, yeah. If you're in Toronto and you know where Black Market is, that's where you can get yourself a a butch hat. It's no longer a newsies hat. It's now or a flat top. It's now a butch hat. And to make it a butch hat, you actually have to like put your not. I don't care if you have the hair. Yeah, wear it right. You yeah. have to take a you have to take a pen and like put it six inches off your head so that when you put the hat on, it's like floating off of your head kind of like butch our, yeah. our new best pal uh let's talk about dynamite i know the, the the main thing is is well there's a few main things but the main things included that that main event sammy guevara and uh scorpio sky did a good job a breaking very his good butt. love that loved him exploding his butt <laughs> it was that 6 30 was gnarly <laughs> the sound it was so brutal you ever think that maybe Sammy would hit more of those ridiculous moves if he didn't spend a good solid 15 seconds going to the camera and going, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm insane. Like if you just stop doing it and do the moves, I, I never just... thought I'd say do the moves, but here we are. <laughs> do the moves. He wouldn't go crashing <laughs> like, and burning through a table. You think he would? Oh, I don't know. He's lost that title. I'm just glad he lost. I'm very happy he lost. <laughs> Why are you happy he lost? He was having because a pretty good one this round. Scorpio Sky is great. He was having a pretty good one this round, but he kept carrying two belts to the ring, and that made me mad at him. <laughs> so I'm over it. He got what he deserved. That's true. We kept asking, hey, why do you have two belts, dork? And he was just you like, because I won two matches. And it's Yeah, well, you're a dork. You dork. Go break your butt some more. We have people being like, that, that makes sense. He won two matches. He it doesn't make any but sense. But he didn't win two <laughs> matches. Who is justifying that? Nobody does. Even the, like the UFC has interim belts. The people don't carry around two. They just throw the other one in a locker. <laughs> like, So Scorp wins the match. Going to the titles, uh, Scorpio's guy said that he gave one. He gifted one to to, Dar to uh, Dan Lambert. And I almost said Jeremy Lambert because I was thinking of Jeremy and Dan at the same time. <laughs> uh, they gave one to Dan Lambert and America's top team. They're going to showcase one of those titles in their trophy case, which you know what? If that's the story, that's awesome. That's I think great. that's, that's like yeah, the perfect way. The only other thing I would have done with it was given the other championship title 
to Ethan Page, not to be co-champions. <laughs> I did, it wasn't about co-champions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just so that they could both be super obnoxious and both carry around that TNT title belt. That's all. Yeah, that would have been funny. But no, this is doing. fine. I'm glad they got rid of it. That's what I, I very much appreciate. It's back to one. Thank God for that. But unfortunately, we also have to take the bad with the good and the good with the bad. And Paige Van Zandt has signed her contract on the <clears throat> the Glutamus Maximus of Ty Conchi. Yeah, butt signing. I don't want to have another butt off. Thing. Please don't. We're do having this. another butt feud. You know it. Paige, Paige's care. proud of that butt. Paige's real proud of it. So she's going, she, you know, it's going to be a butt off. They're both very proud of their physiques. Good for them. They should be. I know that they enjoy that they enjoy posting photos and showing it off. Great. Do that, please, by all means. I don't want it to be the focal point of your feud. I want the focal point of your feud to be I can beat you up and I can take you down and you don't deserve to be here. Let me show you why you do not deserve to be here. There's a lot more fodder for this, you know, Paige Van Zandt being an actual fighter, Ty Conti with, uh, she's got a BJJ background or something. She has a I think so, belt or judo, something. one or might, the other. Might be judo or jujitsu, but yeah, okay. So there's she's more. She's Brazilian, so I don't. I'm assuming jujitsu. I assume Brazilian jujitsu. Anyway. <laughs> it's all the same, right? All fighting is the same. You just got to knock and punch and kick, right? <laughs> the, uh, Capoeira has entered the chat. Uh, <laughs> Not really. I don't know what that is. Is that wearing a cap six inches off your head? Is that capoeira? No. It's, is that it's like that... playing Mario Odyssey where you take the cap off and you throw it at the guy and you take over that person's face? Is that what it is? No, that's a Korean martial art from the from the, the other former wrestler who was that bad man from Dr. Uh, uh, no, from Goldfinger. No, Gold. Goldfinger. Rikishi? <laughs> we lost the thread here. What were we talking about? <laughs> Paige Van Zandt's part of AEW now. <laughs> Get yes. used to it. And and I, I, I so so what's the match? Is it going to be Scorpio and Paige Van Zandt versus Sammy and Ty, or is it going to be the battle of the couples? Is it going to be Austin Vandervoort and uh, and Paige Van Zandt versus Ty and Sammy? Is that what we're doing? I think that's more likely. I think Scorpio Sky's got other things to take care of. I don't know how. Like, I, is does the he though? Rule... Because there's a match against Wardlow, and then what? Is okay, but is is the rule the match has to happen a year later now? <laughs> like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you at this point because I just know that they've made this match Sammy and Ty because uh, Cody Rhodes is showing up at Raw in Jacksonville on Monday <laughs> or whatever. I just, I, I want to see something. It's oh, one you week. could just do Ethan Page and Page Van Zandt. Oh, Ethan Page and Page. Oh my God. Ethan, Ethan Page, Page has nothing Van better Zandt. to do. Like Page and Page. Ethan, Ethan Page Van Zandt. Yeah. That's it yeah. right there. We, yeah, that one's easy. And then Scorpio Sky can squash a few people to, you know, remind you that he is a wrestler with an unbeaten streak that you just yeah. haven't seen because you haven't been watching the shows that don't matter, which is fine. Fine by me. Uh, we're, what else happened on that episode of Dynamite? That was good. The opening segment with Jericho and Kingston was very, very fun. I quite enjoyed uh, watching Jericho be a complete... BS heel. I know you saw this. I know you loved it. Yeah, I mean the Jericho Appreciation Society. It only works because 2.0. Like yes, and it works very well. Like one Inner Circle's dead. Thank God. Finally, we, I don't know why we had to mend it and then break it. Like that was a little bit odd. Um, they just kicked the can down the road, uh, and now we have the Jericho Appreciation Society, which features Jake Hager, who's just like 
like just a, a a dumb brute who's around. He's just like, good Jericho guy. I um, love how he runs down to the ring and he's just like, what do I do? Do I go with the guy I've had for this entire time and I'm still a heel? Or do I go with the other guys that I never really became friends with and then I beat them up and become friends with them? And then he ends up, you know, siding with his friend. And the only other guy he was ever friends with in Inner Circle was Sammy Guevara. And Sammy's already left the Inner Circle. Yeah. But of course, commentary had to make it super hard on themselves going into that match because they noted how Sammy was wearing a vest. And they were like, Sammy Guevara is still part of the inner circle. Da, da, da. And then as the match started, Excalibur had to be like, uh, we just got word from the back that uh, Sammy Guevara was wearing just a regular vest. And just not the vest. vest. Wasn't an inner circle vest. Didn't see the back. Sorry. Sorry, folks. We just couldn't see the back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, anyway. So, so, so Jake Hager comes out. Yeah, you were saying, and he joins his buddy. And then you know 2.0 which is like great because 2.0 themselves are tiny little jerichos which is comedy that's just good comedy fodder um and then this will help daniel garcia over the next year while he develops into a big star so it's actually really funny because you and i had talked about how much we enjoy watching daniel garcia wrestle but how we wanted to see him get into some sort of character and find that next thing and that's what this jericho appreciation ceremony which is so hateable like jericho jericho is very good at doing very irritating things so i'm looking forward to the jericho appreciation society more than i have the inner circle so who's going to be the first to call them a bunch of jazz holes oh man is it going to be eddie kingston is it going to be proud and powerful yeah, yeah, I gonna... think they get first crack. We gotta high, fire them up. But which one? Wait, who's gonna say it? You have to Brad pick powerful. between Santana, Ortiz, oh. and Eddie Kingston. Between those three, who is gonna call them the jassholes? I don't know. No, proud powerful too cool for that. Eddie Kingston. It's gonna be Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I, you know what? Eddie no, Kingston. I'm gonna. What if it's what if it's Santana who's just like you? Ja- we should probably have like a drafts king draft kings thing oh going God. for this. I'm not setting odds for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, either way, it, it's fun. I mean, shoot, Eddie Kingston taking that power bomb through the table looked gnarly as hell. Uh, but you know, he'll sell it. He'll look good. And Kingston's promo, by the way, was really good leading yeah. up to this. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. Very raw. Very real. I like the story he told about you know his his mental health being in decline going into the match. Didn't think he could do it, and then meeting some fans who made him feel otherwise. I like that. I like that. There's a good story there for him. Mm-hmm. What else happened? We're going to do, I guess we're going to do Adam Cole and, and Adam Page again. Right? Maybe. They're doing the six man. I don't know. They are doing the six man. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing here, Joel. What are we doing? They'll do it on a dynamite. Why not? Just a random that, dynamite. That's fine. Sure. And then we'll get another two, three week build for another main event. Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, jeez. Chris Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page for the double or nothing. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, Rick, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't like That's basically that. where we're at now. Um, I Listen, the six-man tag is going to be fun. I like that they get to Red Dragon by doing that backstage segment where Adam Cole is just like, uh, what is he? he's just like, it's pretty presumptuous that you were going to pick uh, Young Bucks when it was Red Dragon or whatever it was. It was a very funny, silly I, I, This I don't know. I think it's going to be Hangman back with the Bucks, I guess, returning the Bucks again. Actually, Elliot has it it's going to be battle of the belts too and they're pre-taping battle of the belts too so that makes the most sense do the rematch there yeah fine fine punk wants everything punk can have whatever he wants yeah and like that's that's the thing i you know 
I thought we had like a clear path here, but then you know, Punk won again. So who knows? Did he have to? Well, I you guess the TNT title is going to be going up to MJF. That's fine. Like not to MJF, but MJF and Wardlow will have a thing for the TNT title. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about uh, Regal's promo? Regal really... going off. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then he have like apologized for it. He's like, I don't care. It's fine. It was good. Well, he went super long, and he had to he had to bring that uh, AHFO segment down about fifteen minutes. <laughs> is that is is that a problem though? Do we need a long AHFO segment? <laughs> they dragged that thing out, so you have a very good point. You could have taken like, more time on another segment, and he probably could have just yeah. Like if anything had to get cut, I think we we came out okay and got something much better in return. Like. Two things I love from that William Regal uh, promo. One is him basically insinuating that he and Tony Schiavone used to have sex together. A lot of broken bottles, broken hearts, and I see you still haven't gotten a better tailor. And there are other, I'm just like, oh, this is steamy. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> feel a little less. Oh, okay. Uh, wrestling is homoerotic. Welcome to professional wrestling. And the other yeah. thing is how much he praises Brian Danielson and their time together, and then just says like two words to John Moxley. <laughs> it's like you scared and then me. I met you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best friends, William Regal. That I was fun. It. I, yeah, I like. I like this. I like that we got both. I like that we got the fight. Then we're getting a little stable. We'll probably add a, a youngling to the group into that. My favorite part of Revolution, by the way, is when William Regal came out and he got them to shake hands, but not before having like some blood in his forehead and then some on his nose that made him look like a really weird clown. Yeah. yeah, yeah Go yeah. back he and watch that. Like did a little like headbutt nose boop to Moxley. <laughs> anyway. And then the board meeting with the AHFO. Which once again, I get to hear Matt Hardy not understand how business works, but pretend like he's really, really good at business. And it's so exhausting. Well, this time it came back to bite him in the ass because private party decided to turn on him and join full time. Yeah, Richard which was Blade just like, Andrade. <laughs> it's like, it yeah, was call, I know. It was kind we of all know. We all know what's coming, though. Like, it, <laughs> it was fine. But of I course, just, it could have been doing this three weeks ago like, and then Matt Hardy yeah. could have been slowly turned into someone I'm supposed to care about. Like, I don't care that he's getting his ass beat. Meanwhile, Sting and Darby walk out for and some very reason, slowly. What, they just what, like, yeah. And it's like, Oh, we got nothing better to do. My butts, my bat, my butt, my, my bat's getting rusty. Like, <laughs> well, we beat them at the pay-per-view, but we may as well go and teach them another lesson. And then Jeff Hardy's music. Well, the Hardy boys music hits. And by the way, shout out to uh, shout out to somebody who tipped off Sean Ross Sapp that you and I were talking about this on our show because Sean then found out that they were going to get the themes, the uh, the old Hardy Boys music. And then Jeff comes out and he's got to dance. And he it does the dance. probably costs like 50 bucks to license that song. I can't. Do you know the Hardy Boys dance? With the, 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 I, can't, uh, I can't. Yeah, it's just Jeff like. He's having a seizure, right? It's too like quick, like quick pump uh, thrusts uh, and him poking uh, the uh, air uh, with each uh, hand yeah uh, uh, either way uh, it's it is awful. not very cool anymore it used to be cool in the 90s not so Rem much now remember kids the things you did when you were 19 and 20 are not as cool as when you do it in your 40s it'll happen to you <laughs> it'll happen to you uh yeah. jeff hardy makes his debut for all elite wrestling good <laughs> Welcome, Doesn't Rhea Ripley, the Hardy Boys very are comedy. 
Uh, I mean, listen, he drops a swanton. And and by the way, I love the Jeff Hardy swanton as he does it now, because now he just drops his whole ass body on top of you. Whereas okay. it used to be the back of his his neck and his head. Yeah. And yeah. then he would take the brunt of the the the, the Well, that's on his, he used on his to do shoulders. it well when he was a kid. And then yeah, his like his singles run and recent run, he would just miss all the time. And yeah, the the narrow part of his neck would be what busted you up. Like <laughs> So now he just lands full on ass and back on top of you. It's like I'm, I'm, perfect. It's awesome. Keep doing it. You should be able to take that. It ain't that bad? You think he's gonna do it to Sting at one point? Oh no! Please <laughs> don't do it to Sting though. How do you explode Sting? That's how you do it. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, and then uh, really the only other thing I want to hit on from uh, from Dynamite was uh, Layla Hirsch and Thunder Rosa because we saw at the end of that Thunder Rosa gets the win after losing her match at, uh, at Revolution, like we talked about. Yeah. And they're going to do a steel cage match next Wednesday for the TNT, uh, for the TB. No, damn it. For the AEW Women's Championship. Sure. There's too many titles in AEW, Tim. Four? Five? <laughs> There's more than that. There's six, I think. Oh, you can't count the tag belts as two. That's, that's I, one. <laughs> can't I? Hold on, no. hold on. No, no, let's do this. The AEW Championship, the TNT title, the women's championship, the TBS title, the tag titles, the FTW title. That doesn't count. The FTW belt doesn't count. defended, Tim. No, it does. It doesn't count. Yes, it does. Queen has it right now. They should do things. They should do it like WWE and not have as many titles. Ricky Starks does, in fact, have the TNT title, the the FTW title. They should do that. That's right. WWE has no titles. (laughs) Just the top ones, right? Anyway, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in a steel cage at the St. Patrick's Day Slam. It's been a year, and it's going to be in Rosa's hometown. Are we are we really getting too are we getting too cutesy with this, Tim? What do you think? Oh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I really, really, really cared, and now I don't care anymore at all. Tell me more. Care. Tell me more for real. Uh, I don't know. Everything Thunder Rosa has done recently has not been good, in my opinion. I've been disappointed. Uh, I was much more interested in Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Martinez this week. Uh, It just, it hasn't turned out in the ring. I've been very disappointed with this. This was supposed to be like this big thing. And it's just, it's been weak to me. Very, very weak. So I don't, I don't care who wins. Like all I know is that I think they need to rotate in some other women. And I don't know. I really liked Thunder Rosa. I'm hoping she can circle back. Maybe I don't know what's going on. So I think this is an opportunity for them to do exactly that because the women's championship um, it's been held by, well, right now both women's championships are held by heels. Yeah. They're held by bad guys. Right. So for them to move in and have Jade, Jade's Rosa, kind of acting like a tweener though, but I, uh, I think at the end of the day, Jade is very yeah, much a I think heel you're right. because she's, she's a talk of shit. I'm better than the rest. She's cocky. Yeah. yeah uh, whereas with Brit, She's very much bad guy. And then if you have Thunder Rosa win, she's very much good guy. And yeah. you can start cycling in other opponents and have different stories of bad guys chasing the good guy. And then maybe the, the stories will definitely change. And I'm excited yeah, for that. for sure. Which is what they need to right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, the question on the Jade side is who's going to beat her. She's about to get her 30th win, probably on, if not Dynamite, then on Rampage. But then what do you do? Like what's... What's going to be her next big feud? It should be, I guess, Sheeta after she disposes of Serena Deep. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've got a pretty deep roster now. Like, I, I feel like they can draw on people. We still got uh, 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 Ruby Soho kicking around in the back. Like, they've brought in new women and a lot of them who are very strong. So, like, 
there's definitely something to be said about the women's division needing a little bit more uh, polish. They're good at cycling some people in and out, but it's becoming a question of like, where to now? And how do you make it make sense? They're doing some good stuff with Layla Hirsch. I was Who not, I d- like is not the one I would be pushing. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I I mean I think she's pretty badass. I think she's different. She's she's yeah, this yeah. short powerhouse of a woman who's built completely different from the rest of your roster. It's I compelling, like that. but her promo skills and stuff aren't there yet. So I don't know. That's fair. Uh, at the same time, it's like it's better than seeing Chris Statlander continue to to go in, have a title match, lose a title match, and then go to the back and then do it again and. I, like what where do you go what do you do and i see people saying like bring in athena well i bringing in other people is not the answer i think they have the people like you can bring in Athena, sure whatever but like I, i'm not opposed to that i just think like you have the enough people now and like she does actually pretty good so like get her keep her in the mix you just need to have more women's matches like that's what needs to happen now like i don't know these people enough they need more chances to do mic work because a lot of them that's where the the, the deficit is everything else is strong it's just not getting the TV time to do the the promo stuff. And like you see it with Layla Hirsch. Like I this this Hirsch and Statlander thing has been kind of a mess because that oh, that really dark line from Statlander kind of screwed it up, the dynamic, because Hirsch is supposed to be the heel here. And you, well, she doubled you, down on it, which is great. Which and like, <laughs> and you still because Hirsch is still the heel, and it doesn't make sense. Like you really butchered that entire like you were trying to do a thing and you screwed up so badly. That it just made it all lose kind of its fire. Like it was a little bit like less. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. To, and again, to me, if you, if you split up uh Deeb and Sheeta after their blow off, you can't have both of those women then vie for a title. No. Like it, it makes sense in terms of the, the heel and face dynamic, but it doesn't make sense in terms of the, you know, quote unquote, real sports presentation and wins and losses matter. You can, you got to have one of them, the loser, effectively go and build up wins so Sheeta wins let's say she goes after jade in the tbs jade. title then deeb has to go let's say to dark and elevation win a bunch of matches quick build up like brit did when she went for the women's title and then go after thunder rosa so you got you got to find the way to tell that story but again we could be very wrong and it's going to be someone completely out of left field i just hope it's not somebody new I just That's the thing. Like, it doesn't need to be have. so. They have so many people that need to be built, right? Like, we've got, you know, in the women's division, we've got Britt Baker, Jade Cargill, uh, Ruby Soho, Ty Conti, Sabrina Deeb, Anna Jay, uh, Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose. Uh, like, uh, so many. I'm just going to list so many people because there's so many. Layla Hirsch, Statlander. Like, they, it doesn't end. There are tons of women back there now who are very capable and you could be building. You just need to develop them. Yeah. And it's saying in the chat, Rosa versus Layla was burying someone who was just in a storyline with Chris Stalander. And it's true. Layla yeah. Hirsch had a really good match with Chris Stalander on the buy-in. And they were starting to build Chris Statlander, or sorry, uh, Layla Hirsch as someone to start paying more attention to in AEW. But then to feed her to Thunder Rosa and have Rosa lose, now it's going to be Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet because Red Velvet got involved in that match on Dynamite. So what, Red Velvet's going to lose another match or is Layla Hirsch about to lose two matches in a row that are pretty important. Like there's gotta be a better way to tell those multiple stories that they're attempting to tell while putting over your talent who are on the top of the women's division. Yeah. And it's just, it's coming down to similar issues. WWE has with like, they're just not good at telling these women's stories for some reason. Like, I don't know what is going on, but they're not good at keeping them focused in the mix. Like 
I would love to, I mean, I don't know in terms of creative how involved any women are in WWE or AEW. Now, I'm yeah. not talking producers. And I'm not talking about people putting together matches. I'm talking just raw storyline, like telling like stories. Writers I, and or wrestlers with creative writing ideas. like Yeah, I would love to know how many women are actually on either team. We know in AEW that the teams are not exactly... Uh, they're not exactly teams. It's the wrestlers mostly pitching to people like Tony and the EVPs and trying to, you know, put their stories together. But in WWE, you have a team of writers that then pitch to Vince and company uh, and they make the final decision. So I would love to know if there are any women on, on that WWE, I guess, team. Once yeah. upon a time, Dana Warrior was. Thank God, I don't think she is anymore. But either way, the, I want different perspectives is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because like I, you're not making matches that are I'm finding super compelling on either show with the women. Yeah, and then someone asking, you know, do you want to bring in Tony Storm again? I I don't I don't care. I yeah, don't I don't care. I don't think it it's necessary. In. Yeah, like the, the problem isn't the people who are there or like their skills. Like the wrestling is good. You just I want to see need people who can actually tell a story around it rather than I, just yeah you get I a match and then you get a match and then you'll get a match and then you'll get a match and like that's all that's happening and like we've got Britt Baker's kind of sort of gang that like kind of sort of almost broke up but really didn't and then oh we're fighting Mercedes Martinez now like so now you can hope that the Ring of Honor stuff gives more television time to these men and women but right now don't keep bringing these people in because it's, it's a cheap pop. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where has Ruby Soho been, Soho been? Like she was on elevation. She's been on dark. Like that's yeah, I fine. Don't care. Like don't bring someone into such fanfare. And maybe it's, that's on the fans too, but like, don't bring someone in with such a big hot pop just to not have them just, just to cycle them in and out. They're either in or they're not. Yeah. And that's something that I find frustrating in AEW. And again, most of the time I enjoy watching their TV shows. Most of the time I enjoy talking about the shows, but when I think about what the hell they're going to do down the line, I have to think about how the hell do we go there and how do we well, get to the next challenger or who is the next challenger? That's the thing. They're having a hard time building big female stars because you know, they just don't treat it the same. Like when there's a gap and they need an extra match, they do Pac versus uh, who did he fight? It was uh, what was that match this week? Pac versus Wheeler Yuta. It's Wheeler Yuta every time it feels like. Instead of just doing another Wheeler Yuta match, who I know now, and I I like Wheeler Yuta. I'm into you have built him to me. Like, do another women's match for no reason, no story. Just throw another women's match together so I can start to learn who these people are. Like, yeah. And then we we have people not in our chat, but just in general who say, "Well, you want another women's match, but like." Why would you just want them to throw another women's match out there? So, so that I can learn who's on the roster. Yeah, I can learn who's on the roster. So that, like I so need to can... know these people. Like and, and so you can tell a different story. Uh-huh. That's really what I'm after. I'm after a different story when it comes to my wrestling. It doesn't all have to be about the titles. We've seen many, many times that the title does not make the storyline. Yeah. I just want to see more talent featured in different ways on the TV. Do backstage segments. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fun. Well, other backstage segments get uh, <laughs> get interrupted. By the way, shout out to Swerve, who was hilarious enough in his backstage segment to be like, oh, of course, my first backstage interview and I get interrupted. Good on him to point that out. And Tony Nese comes and challenges him to a match at Rampage. Let's talk about Rampage real quick. We got about uh, 
10, 10, 10 or so minutes left. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about HFO and the Hardys coming out. So they do Darby Allen versus Mark Quinn, a good opening match for, for rampage. They just go nuts. They beat the shit out of each other as they would. Yep. And then the Hardy boys came out after a- the AFO come out. And then the AH, the AFO leaves off camera, I guess is what I did. I miss something like they were just gone. And then the commentary was like, uh, and the AFOs made themselves scarce while we're just staring at the Hardy boys. These, what are they 40 something in their fishnet shirts? Like this was Jeff's opportunity to dance and he's not dancing. No, because, because his brother does the damn stupid delete thing that was not a part of this stable. And then Jeff awkwardly tries to mirror him. It was awful. It was very strange. I'm, I'm excited for Hardy boys matches. I'm, a little concerned about Hardy Boys stories coming to AEW. All right, they haven't. Neither one of them have participated in what I would call a good story in quite a long time. So, yeah, you may very well be onto something. Like the closest thing might have been that incredibly problematic Jeff Hardy Sheamus thing. Like, <laughs> piss in the face. <laughs> yeah, at least that was funny because it was absurd and ended in a bar fight. Like. That was a good bar fight, by the way. That that yeah. that uh, yeah, the pre tape. That was the, the most match. interesting. That was the most interested I've been in Jeff Hardy in probably ten years. That's like true. I didn't care about his singles run in WWE at all. We're now. I think it's been officially two years since the empty arena or empty performance center uh, wrestling shows began. I think three. I think March thirteenth, which is the date is today, was the first SmackDown. That had no fans. And I remember watching it in like some random Airbnb in Pennsylvania, waiting to see if my gig was going to happen the next day. I remember it fondly. Oh my goodness. I remember that day. Anyway. uh, So we'll see what the Hardy boys bring. We'll see what Jeff, we'll see how much P Jeff throws in the face of Andrade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They, they pushed Wardlow versus uh, Scorpio sky for Wednesday at St. Patrick's day slam. Uh, I think everyone's just expecting MJF to come out and cost Wardlow the match. Yeah. Pretty much it. I got I got nothing to add to that. Do you? What else do you do with MJF now? He's not going for a title. So not, not for maybe, a title. Maybe you have... Uh, I don't even know. They're, like, Scorpio Sky is probably going to win this. Yeah. I don't know. Some, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's okay I, to I just tell so. the story as, it, as you expect it to happen. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the beats are okay to be in front of you. Yeah. Uh, no but... Speaking of the beats in front of you, let's talk about Jamie Hayter and, and Mercedes Martinez. I've been talking about wanting to see this match for like a solid month and a half now. This is the, this is what I wanted both out of the tag match that featured them and the Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker match. I enjoyed this much more than either they beat of them. the shit out of each other. It was great. I love I love Jamie Hayter. You know, great. It was so good. Also, she I got knew, the win. Mm-mm. Yeah, I Jamie Hayter getting the win. That was right. I want that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do with Mercedes Martinez moving forward. That's the other thing. I think in the background, she's got a lot of potential. She's got a lot of things that she can teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she doesn't need to be like going for the women's championship. No, put her in a tag team, have her develop some of the other talent. That's fine by me. But uh, you, you know, can feed her to Jade Cargill right now for win number 30 and then have her, yeah, like cycle into the back, do some other things on dark. Like she's someone I'm really okay with idea. you putting in the background a bit more. I like the idea of putting Mercedes Martinez as Jade's 30th because that is a big, statement it's a big win. match. It's a statement win, but the problem is Martinez has to win a bunch of matches first. I don't, I don't even think it's necessary. Like, I think this could be like, and then you go back and you featured Mar- like Mercedes on dark and dark elevation. And she's, you know, she's trying to get back into her groove because clearly she's lost something. She's lost a step here. So 
Make a gang. Make another gang. (laughs) Give the women gang. Give the women gang so that they can actually, you know, get some TV time. They they've given them trios, but they haven't done a lot of no. You need a full on gang. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, either way, I just I really enjoyed the match. Mercedes and, and Jamie Hader, they really tore it up. It was what I expected because I know that Jamie Hader does not have the experience Mercedes Martinez has, but Jamie Hader has a lot of similar experience to Jamie Hader's. Or sorry, Jamie Hader has a lot of experience similar to Mercedes Martinez. Yes. They may not have the same amount of years behind them, but the amount of uh kind of like world travel and the way that they wrestle, their styles were similar and complemented each other well. I really enjoyed the match. Excellent. Keith Lee versus QT Marshall. Got to say, QT Marshall is amazing at uh, getting that heat and making you want to hate him. I want to yeah. punch him in the face. So He's good. a pretty punchable guy. He's good. Yeah. It's a fun time. Uh, someone in the chat mentioning Mercedes Martinez and Diamante as a gang together. I'm down with that. Yeah. There's I want to see like a full. You can throw in there. Yeah. Do a full Latina stable. Do like a yeah. full badass Latina stable. And I'm off to the races. Uh, Keith Lee, better this week. They're starting yes. to. Yeah, better. Yeah. They're starting to almost show him off as a powerhouse, which he should be because he's a big man. Yeah. Uh, I don't need him to yeet somebody every single match, though. That no, needs to start maybe get being old. curbed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but doing it to Aaron Solo, I mean, it worked at the end yeah. of the match. Especially after Starks and Hobbs come out and they go to body him and uh, Hobbs does a spine buster on, on Keith Lee. And now everyone wants to see Hobbs and Keith Lee face off. That's going to be fun. It's going to be Good. powerful. That's how you do it. It's done well. I don't want Hobbs to lose, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Is it? It's fine. What if he Part loses? Of a gang. Him and... <laughs> He'll figure it out. Yeah, the, there's more opportunities for him to show his big manness. He's still. What young. if he loses and then you put him in a big newsies hat and you you call him no, no, call no, him no, pal house? No, this is the raw. Oh god! Oh god! That was so bad. What? Pow house. Pow house. Pow house. <laughs> That's more Canadian than anything else. Yeah, I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> All right, fine. You don't get that. Um, oh, FDR fired Tully, I guess. That happens. Yes. Well, I don't really know why, but I guess it's about family now. It was very strange. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. They just threw it in there. I was like, okay. Yay? I got nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, I, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone does. We're all just like. See what happens. All right. And then Dennis Condry was 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 giving or was uh walking them to the ring at a Lariato Pro show. So maybe Dennis Condry is gonna take on it or is gonna show up with FDR next. I don't know. We're a new under new management sign. Oh my god, perfect. Uh main event, Chain Swerve Strickland takes on Tony Nice in a 205 live banger that was brought over to Rampage. And I say that with the utmost like love and respect because it was a good also, match. It was good. It felt kind of like a 205 live main event. Well, well, of course it was. It made Tony Nese look really good. <laughs> it did. And you know what? Tony Nese needed that. Yeah, he did. The whole story there was how Tony Nese couldn't get a break or get the same amount of uh, pomp and circumstance that uh, Strickland was getting, that Swerve was getting. So I like that. It, it was, was good. good. It was good. Finish could have been better, but it was good. I don't know. Hitting that house call and then uh, and getting the, um, oh God, what's the name of his other finish? Uh, it's going to kill me. Coup de grasse. Anyway, getting the yeah, with the 450 flash and the house call. Anyway, it was good, yeah. good finish. I, I enjoyed the match. Uh, and it was it was a rampage. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It was just a, a good rampage. It's fine. Good stuff. A good hour of TV. Good good wrestling. Yeah. Uh I we're, we're that's it, Bob. I think we got it. I think we did. We get it. It's amazing. 
we we didn't talk about Raw. The only thing I have to say from Raw is watch that triple threat match. RKO. Watch My that. Uh, watch that triple threat tag match. It was very good. And also, uh, do not watch the Miz TV segment with Jerry Lawler because it was god awful. Just not good. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering where we are on Wednesdays, we're no longer on Wednesdays. Housekeeping. The three with Dennis Farrell and Johnny Christ, who plays in a little band called The Bench Sevenfold, they have taken our Wednesday at noon slot on Fightful Overbooked. We gave it to them. We've given them the rub. We want them to do well. Go and check them out. They're called The Three. That's called that's the name of the show, The Three. Go and check them out. Wednesdays, noon, Eastern. Until then, Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? You can find me at Tim Stone P. T-I-M-B. S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. Instagram. It's, yeah, Instagram too. You sure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Fightful Overbooked. YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked or FightfulOverbooked.com. I am at Joel Pearl. J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. We're dropping content all day, every day. You know what to do. Like, subscribe. And we'll see you in the next one. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, be on the binary. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and cheers.